listener production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 24th of February. Ukraine has introduced a state of emergency overnight and has been hit with a number of cyber attacks with fears a full-scale Russian invasion is imminent. The world is nervously waiting for Russia's next move. Overnight, President Vladimir Putin addressed the nation and was standing firm. Our country stays open for direct and honest dialogue, for the search of diplomatic solutions for the most complex issues. But I will repeat, Russia's interests, our citizens' safety are absolute. So we will continue strengthening and developing our army and navy, increasing their efficiency, providing them with the most advanced equipment. That translation, thanks to Sky News UK. Meantime, on the back of tough sanctions from both the UK and US, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has this morning announced further support to Ukraine, including defensive weapons and non-lethal aid. Mr Speaker, I can announce to the House that in light of the increasingly threatening behaviour from Russia and in line with our previous support, the UK will shortly be providing a further package of military support to Ukraine. Overnight, our Prime Minister Scott Morrison spoke with the Ukrainian PM, reconfirming Australia's support. It comes after Mr Morrison yesterday announced travel bans and economic sanctions on Russia. This invasion is unjustified, it's unwarranted, it's unprovoked and it's unacceptable. They're behaving like thugs and bullies and they should be called out as thugs and bullies. Consular support will continue for around 1,400 Australians still in Ukraine, with at least half saying they will not leave. Meantime, Australian businesses are being warned they could be in the firing line for cyber attacks amid the ongoing crisis. Here is cyber expert Zorn Barner. As Russia starts to deploy this cyber offensive capability, we may start to see, like in the Ukraine, where banks were affected, we've seen energy companies affected, we've seen websites become unavailable. And so these are the types of things that we may experience in Australia. To other news this morning, and torrential rain across Queensland's southeast has turned deadly. A 63-year-old woman died after getting trapped in a car in floodwaters on the Sunshine Coast. One person is still missing near Gympie. And the danger is far from over, with more than 300 millimetres of rain expected to fall in the state's southeast in a matter of hours today. Meantime, a massive clean-up continues in New South Wales after record rainfall hit many parts of the state, some regions in Sydney seeing a month's worth of rain in just 24 hours. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Victoria. And there are concerns one of Australia's biggest construction companies is about to go into administration. Our reporter Celeste Mitsu has the details from Melbourne. Tradies were stood down in Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane late yesterday as rumours swirled the construction company is on the brink of collapse. They are due to release a statement today on what their next move is, with the future of over 500 employees now uncertain. This tradie says it's not looking good. They've locked all the doors, they've locked all the um, all the lift lobbies, they're trying to lock everyone's stuff in so no one can take anything home. They're just trying to salvage whatever they can. All the contractors are owed hundreds of thousands of dollars. No one's going to get their money. 
The mega builder had been in trouble for a while, with some suggesting Deloitte had been working with them on an action plan. Their current projects are estimated to be valued at $5 billion, but in the past they were part of building Perth's Ritz-Carlton, Chadston Shopping Centre in Melbourne and the Ribbon Building in Sydney's Darling Harbour. And to WA and COVID cases across the state have dramatically soared, but tougher restrictions aren't on the way as yet. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has this report from Perth. That's right, Tash. WA recorded 634 local COVID cases just yesterday. That's our highest since the start of the pandemic. It takes the number of active cases here to 1,787, but we won't be moving to tougher restrictions just yet. The Premier has confirmed confirmed the current measures that include mask mandates for indoors and only 30 people in the home are here to stay. Senior State MP Paul Papalia says high vaccination rates and the current restrictions will help to battle the rising numbers. We're as ready as you can be, but there will be a growth in cases. Uh, it is inevitable. This is what will happen. Uh, hopefully our preparation means that we will suffer far less in terms of proportionate uh, pain and, and uh, consequences than other places in the world. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The ongoing crisis with Russia and Ukraine will continue to have a major impact on our share market. Yeah, that's right. Our stock market was up 44 points yesterday as bargain hunters snapped up stocks seemingly oversold as panic from the Russian invasion took root on Tuesday. However, European markets were down overnight as Putin's plays worry investors, but the stock price falls there and even here have been reduced because companies such as Woolworths are reporting really well. For stock players, Putin is a pain. And talking about Woolworths, Peter, the boss is warning us inflation is real and is only going to get worse because of the ongoing situation with Russia and Ukraine. And that's right. Sanctions on Russia have pushed the price of oil towards 100 US dollars a barrel, which will mean petrol pump prices will keep rising too. And it comes as Woolly CEO Bram Banducci tells us that shelf prices increase, wait for it, 2 to 3% only last month and he said construction product costs were up 50 to 70 percent and the cost of a container that carries goods had gone from nine hundred dollars to four thousand five hundred dollars since the pandemic inflation will take time and no more new viruses to ensure prices actually fall and with the concern with inflation peter the problem is many haven't seen a wage increase in a long time that's right. Yesterday we saw wage rises were only 0.7% in the December quarter, taking annual wages growth up by a good 2.3%. But this is less than the 3.5% inflation rate. So the bad news is real wages, what we can buy with our pay, has gone down. But the good news is that this could delay the first rise in mortgage interest rates. Certainly challenging times ahead. Thanks, Peter. Cheers. <laughs> For sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett, the NRL is set to introduce a major change to its concussion guidelines just days out from the start of the season. 
Yes, good morning, Tash. That's right. It affects both the NRLW and the NRL itself. This is a a big, big change. Now, according to the Sydney Morning Herald, independent doctors will have the power to overhaul club medicos and rule concussed players out of a match. They'll sit in a centralised bunker, so they'll be reviewing video. Could be from a long way from uh, the actual ground itself, but if they believe that a player has been concussed, then, as I mentioned, they can say you can no longer take part in the game. Now, the NRLW season... uh, kicks off in Newcastle. We've got a triple header this weekend and of course another round of trial matches coming up in the NRL as well and the Warriors will try and use the Latrell Mitchell loophole to have Reese Walsh's suspension reduced. The South Sydney star successfully argued the All-Stars clash should count toward his six-week ban. Warriors coach Nathan Brown says it's only fair his fullback is given the same leniency. The Indigenous game is native from the state of origin, no? or for the Maldi boys. No? The way the guys competed in that game and went at each other probably showed that how much it means to them. And the Storm and Brandon Smith are planning something similar as well. And Brett, to the AFL now, and it's back as the son of a Brownlow medalist earned himself a place on the Bombers list. Yeah, they announced some new signings straight after they beat the Bulldogs by six points yesterday. Tex Wanganeen is the son of Gavin, won a Brownlow medal in 1993, a premiership in the same year, then went on to win a flag with uh, Port Adelaide as well. He booted two goals in the fourth quarter, while Subiaco forward Nick Martin impressed on a wing and half forward. Assistant coach Daniel Jean Syracuse says the pair has been added to the list as pre-season selections. Yeah, it was good. It happened pretty quick after the game, but uh, they showed a bit in the second half. They've been working really well over the pre-season. They've fitted into the system really well and they just kept getting better and better. And most importantly, both sides walked away without any injuries yesterday. And Brett Cricket Australia is no closer to appointing Justin Langer's replacement as the test squad prepares to tour Pakistan. Yeah, nothing on that front at the moment. McDonald taking the reins as the interim coach, so he will lead Australia uh, to Pakistan, first tour in more than two decades. Uh, of course, Justin Langer was removed uh, as coach when they offered him that short-term deal. McDonald says his focus is on Pakistan and not what his personal future may hold. So just trying to bring it all together to give ourselves the best opportunity to, to go over there and succeed, um, and that's been the focus. So no conversations had anywhere up or down. Still on cricket, Will Bukowski will hold talks with Cricket Australia and Cricket Victoria today. He's indicated he wants to play on. He's suffered uh, 11 concussions in his short career. And Alex Verev, a massive temper tantrum at the Mexican Open. He's been kicked out, lashed out at an umpire during his doubles match. He smacked his chair and nearly hit him as well. It was an ugly incident and I reckon there are more penalties on the way. Yeah, outrageous behaviour. Thanks so much, Brett. Thank you, Tash. At an incredible rescue in southeast Queensland, Luke Bland was driving home when he got caught in floodwaters, swimming to a nearby tree with his phone in his mouth, managing to call emergency services and also his mum. A mother's worst nightmare. But thanks to everybody involved, we have him home. <laughs> That audio thanks to Channel 7. Luke was clinging onto that tree for three hours until the rescue crews arrived. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Tomorrow.